Sports ball, win those points, do those things. Get your dancing shoes on, folks, because Vincent Chapman, the dancing umpire from the Savannah Bananas, is joining me. We discuss his unique umpiring career, dance integration, and share some heartfelt regrets. Let's spread joy and positivity together and help me welcome Vincent Chapman. I'm Michael Gallion, and this is Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda, a podcast about embracing your true self with the one and only dancing blue shirt guy. When I first saw Vincent on TikTok, out twerking me in his blue shirt, I had the decision of either friending him or challenging him. And with my lower back pain and dance skills, I decided friending him is the best option. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is a financial obligation. My friends at Alchemy Cigar Lounge are the proud sponsors of Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda. Located in the heart of Knoxville in the Old City, this cigar lounge is grounded in time and also feels modern. They have a full-time tobacconist on hand that's going to help you enjoy a cigar for the first time or for the next time. With 100 beautiful cigars in their Spanish cedar walk-in humidor, you're going to love this place. Listen, these are my friends. You know I love a cigar. This is the place where you will find me being smoking hot. So check out Alchemy Cigar Lounge coming soon in downtown Knoxville. All right, friends, I am sitting here with my arch nemesis, my twin, my (laughs) the one, the only the dancing umpire from the Savannah Bananas. We've got Vincent Chapman, everyone. Round of applause, round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. So the other, the other dancing blue shirt guy, I would say you're much more famous and you dance a lot more. How do, what, how do you do this? How do you do cardio every game, every day? I have no idea, man. I, I, I I regret it uh, the next day for sure. I hundred percent feel that. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'll do one routine a month and I'm like, I I need 30 days recovery and you're out here six games a week. It's incredible what you do. So congrats. Congrats on that. (laughs) Yeah. So let's kind of get into this. Here we go. So you spent the last few decades in baseball you know, as an umpire, as an official umpire, 2008 was the year that you started to blend dance into your games. Where did that desire, where did that background of dance, where did that all come from? Just, uh, the one to give, uh, fans just, um, a way just to let loose players to let loose. Um, baseball is a stressful, uh, game. And, um, you know, you have your coaches yelling at you, your parents yelling at you, your teammates yelling at you. I mean, everybody's like, come on, why'd you miss that ball? Well, you didn't do it on purpose. And <laughs> right. we all know from, from growing up playing sports, when you're having fun, you play better, you do better. And at the end of the day, you want to go to those games. Then, sure. you know, you, you don't want to show up somewhere that you're not, you feel like you're not welcome or wanted. Um, so dancing and singing, um, those are two ways just to, let loose and enjoy yourself. Um, and I love to dance. I've always loved to entertain people since I was real little. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be in the middle of the dance floor, uh, fifth grade parties, sixth grade parties. I'd be the one dancing. My friends would be over by the Kool-Aid uh, punch bowl. So, <laughs> I, Why do I picture that perfectly? Yeah. I, I know exactly who you are. And yeah. That's why you need to be at more parties. Um, so you also said singing. Do you also sing? 
I sing, but I dance a whole lot better. Jesus. What a triple threat we got over here. There, no, there's no, like, I'm a bathroom singer, uh, but okay, I will sure. sing some mean karaoke. If you give me some okay. Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot, I'm going to tear that up. <laughs> I was thinking you'll do, like, Friends in Low Places, but Baby Got Back, I, that is right on brand. Um, but I think you're right. The whole, like, you enjoy coming to something when it's more fun. So, you know, with the retail back background that I have, you know, uh, the first 10 years, I made such a hostile environment that I thought was fun. It was that let's break each other down. Let's be, you know, let's make fun of each other. And I'm working with high schoolers, college kids, you know, and then there was that turning point of, you know, if I just calmed down and had more fun, maybe retention would stay high. Maybe sales would go up. Interesting. Like people actually want to have fun at work and not yeah. feel like yeah, feelings will get hurt and I'll be screaming at them. So I do appreciate that mentality and you know, dance solves all problems. It solves yeah. a lot for sure. It, it does. And it's upsetting to me that in America, there's not enough dance, you know, you see other cultures and other countries, every cookout is a dance party. Yeah. Every wedding is a dance party. And we're, we're at the, we're at the Kool-Aid bowl. Yeah. <laughs> America's well, officially in, at the Kool-Aid bowl. In our, in our, uh, defense we're not the most um choreographed or talented dancers there are um we have to work on it you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, i'm not choreographed i'm just blessed with rhythm yeah. um, i can keep i can keep a beat you know but you know anybody in my family my kids my my family they don't dance so right. they so other cultures they, they can dance a lot better uh than than we can well uh, there's uh, music is just everywhere and all that stuff. So yeah, sure. at least we're trying these two middle-aged white guys. <laughs> we're trying to keep dance in this world. <laughs> so obviously you came super viral and you're still super viral every day, every one of your posts. And I, I think most notably Ellen picking you up for the Ellen tube is kind of where everything jump started. So as someone from someone who was, randomly placed into viral fame how do you keep your composure how do you keep your spirits high your energy pure things like that just be yourself um mm -hmm. I'm, I'm nobody different than i was before i went viral um i always keep that mentality i bleed red just like everybody else i put my shoes and socks on just like everybody else does if they wear socks i don't know one um, twerk at a time yeah that, one twerk at a time that's exactly <laughs> right but that's how it is i mean i i want to change people for the better. I want to be a positive influence on people's lives. Um, and when they leave a ball game, I want them to say that was the funnest time I've ever had. Um, and if I can be, to, to be a small part of that equation, then I, I feel good about it. And it seems yeah. selfish, but that's what makes me feel good is when I can make somebody else happy, I feel really good about it. I, uh, are you my real dad? Like this is, <laughs> the, I you're, think you're older than me. I think you're Probably. older than me. I think so. Your I hair is a lot nicer and your, and your mustache is a lot nicer, but I think you maybe have me for a few years. This is all fake. <laughs> I just peeled this off. It's Halloween. Yeah, I did. Th I think I looked that up. You're late thirties, mid late thirties. No, I'm 41. Oh, same. I'm 41. When's your birthday? Uh, Valentine's day. So probably older. You're, you're older. And I, I knew that. I just, I just sensed it. So you could be my dad. Okay. <laughs> fine all right kid get to bed <laughs> i love it no uh i think if anyone watches your videos and not just the ones that like we see on the savannah bananas like, you know where you're out on the field but 
you behind the scenes, interacting with people, the joy that you're bringing, the joy that that's coming from them. And then just seeing you light up it, you know, it's exactly kind of, it's what I'm trying to do. I'm not at the level yet, you know, as the reach, but no, it's, I'm with you. What, what you give is what you want back to. Like I want that joy. So I have to give out joy and it's, it's what fuels me can be also what drains you. And so I I don't know about you. There's some days where I'm like, shut everything off. Do not talk to me. I'm getting food delivered. I'm not speaking to anyone. (laughs) Today is a dark day. I just need one refuel day. And then that I'm back. So you're back. Yeah. I I unfortunately don't have those days because I work an IT job when I'm off season or during the season as well. I, I didn't have many days off, but in my job is in business development and sales. So you really don't get those times to just, mm-hmm. you know, turn it off and just shut it down, go, you know, shut down. But, um, I've always told myself, if I ever went to jail or prison, you might as well just end me now. Cause if I can't socialize with people, uh, I'm done. Like right. I am done. Right. I, I get that too. Like, even working in retail and I'm like, you talk to people all day. I was like, I still got to go out. I got to go see more people. I need more and more. I'm not, I'm not tired. What are you talking about? They need to see me. I need to see them. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. This is a very serious question. When you walk into a place, are you upset that nobody knows who you are? <laughs> no, it, sometimes that's a good thing. Um, oh, no. Especially for my wife. Cause she's like, Oh yeah. Oh, honey, go ahead and tell everybody by now, <laughs> so we can go. Uh, she's not the one to done. wait around. She's not going to be sitting by my or standing beside my side where I go mm-hmm. talk to people. She's still getting in the car waiting, and I'm like, "Oh, she's in the car. I better go." That's ninety um, percent of my friend group too. They're like, "This is exhausting." But now, yeah, I'm just like, "Who are these people? Why don't they know?" I just, who I man, am? I, I want to just treat people the way I want to be treated. Hundred percent. You know, I mean. If we can do that, I know we can't change the world, but we can change our circle. And if you can yeah. just change people that you that you interact with, and you can make them happy, uh, just for a split moment, then you've you've kind of done your job as far yeah. as being a good human being. Uh, I met a friend of mine about two years ago. It might have been pre-COVID. We were both at a bar, didn't know each other. We had mutual friends, but uh, we ended up becoming great friends that one day. Cause he goes, you do exactly what I love and what I try to do. You change the gravity of a room when you walk in. So like, you know, if, if a bar is feeling a little low or you're at a job or something like that, all of a sudden when you walk in, that energy just changes. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just being me. I'm giving everyone mm-hmm. an individual high or a hello or a funny story or a little joke. And he's like, yep. You can sense when you walk into a bar and I'm like, good. Hopefully it's not the <laughs> smell, but it's me. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the bar tabs go up, but, uh, (laughs) so let's get into the, the dark side of this conversation. Now the, the heavier thing. So obviously, you know, you've got this great career, you've got a great following, everything going on. You're obviously an inspiration and I'd say hero to some. Um, so what is that one thing that you wish you would have done earlier that you could change if possible? What's that one shoulda, woulda, coulda thing in your life? And it doesn't have to be related to your career. It could be something more personal or something silly, but what's the shoulda, woulda, coulda in your life? Oh, man, <laughs> I, that's tough. That's, um, there's probably a bunch. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. I would probably say, don't. I wouldn't want to change my kids because I love my kids to death. They're 19 and 20 now, but I never got to really live my 20s. I was sure. a father at 
19 going to 20 and my second son before I was 21. So I would have done that different. I would have had my career established before I brought kids into the world. And then I had to, I had to rush. I mean, I started as a server and a bartender. Then I ended up working with a gas company, Uh, bought my first house when I was uh, 20, going to be 21. And I was divorced by the time I was 28. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's probably one of the things I would have done different. I would have been established more, more mature, uh, married for the right reasons. Uh, yeah. We see it all the time. I mean, the first girl that looks at you and she's beautiful. I mean, you think that's, that's it. it I gotta, you know? Yeah. And that was such I mean, a mentality. She had me, so she did have it all, but <laughs> she screwed that up. Okay? Right. <laughs> Her loss. Oh, well, <laughs> but no, that was such the mentality of people our age. I mean, anything before 2000 was, you know, get married, have kids, go to college. This is the cookie cutter life. And then people aren't ready. There's different worlds. And, you know, I kind of have the same thing. I wish one of mine is, I wonder what my life would be like if I didn't go directly to college. I mean, you're 18. How am I supposed to know what I want to be when I grow up? I've had one job, you know? So I, yeah, I definitely relate and appreciate that kind of mentality of, I don't regret it, but I want to see what life would have been. Yeah. I would change my kids for the world. Like they're, um, Amazing, amazing kids. And they, they made me who the man I am today. I mean, they uh, instilled uh, things I never thought I had in me as far as being a father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're pretty much my first loves, you know, sure. if you will. Um, and they'll always be my best friends. So um, are they? That, in- that's change. I just wish I would have been more mature. Right. Um, and, and ready maybe for that. I would, but maybe yeah, I'll, that's. I'll, Maybe that's what made you mature. So it's one of those like yeah, I, it, yeah. it did change me for sure. It, it I mean I was a, a party animal and you know I was I would go on the weekends, you know, you see me at the clubs or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, when I was eight they had clubs when I was eighteen. Um I become a dad. You, you gotta stop all that. You know, you, you got diapers and formula and, and they're sixteen months apart. So it's like <sighs> one's in the, the other one's going and like, you know, it was um I'm glad but, you hey, figured I'm out. I'm glad you figured it out and I'm glad you figured out what causes those children and stop. I, I am, but <laughs> you, you know, I would have had a lot more hair. I had a haircut like you. <laughs> um, that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows what you would have been at 28 if you would have continued that twenties lifestyle. I mean, it, there's no, yeah. You'd be, uh, if, I mean, a midget well, Chippendale dancer. Look at possibly. me. <laughs> yeah. Chippendale. Look at you showing your age. Why did I want to be a Chippendale so bad when I was a kid? My mom was addicted to them. She had that like sunscreen that she put over the Bonneville, you know, in the window and it was Chippendales. And I was like, I want to be like that. Uh, more of a chip and fail. But if, if they had the dead by Chippendales, I'd be, I'd be first in line. I feel like that would outsell the regular Chippendales. I mean, I agree. I, mean, I think they would. I mean, you can find abs anywhere, but can you find abs underneath the cooler? Let's go. That's, you know, and, you know, you call it a dad bod. I call it the father figure. So you can, and everybody needs a father figure. We all do. God. <laughs> I, all right. We're starting a dance troupe. <laughs> the midlife crisis dancers. <laughs> we're in bed by 8 PM. You know, ibuprofen is on, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. God, yeah. I, uh, I see hot. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. Listen, I danced in the pride parade Friday, you know, on a float that night heating pad, you know, foot massage. I had <laughs> all the painkillers. I was like, what am I doing? Why did I think I could do that for an hour? That was a lot of squatting. Uh, well, that's awesome though. I, I do appreciate that else, uh, aspect of, you know, 
I don't regret it, but I would like to see what would have happened. Cause that's yeah. kind of what I'm at. Like, I don't want to change anything, but right. you also, well, you know, we wouldn't be where we're at today with, with roads that we didn't take, you absolutely. know, with, with chances we didn't take with, with nose we didn't get, we wouldn't be here. Um, you know, what's funny is um, I was supposed to go on a date, my first date ever with my, my wife. Now mm-hmm. the night that video was, was taken. Oh, so if I would have said, Hey guys, I'm not going to umpire this championship game. I got a date planned. Then that video would never have been viral. I'd have never been with the Savannah bananas. Oh, um, she's seen that video on my first date because we was at Buffalo wild wings. And I was like, look, I got, 10,000 views on mm-hmm. my video. You know, she's like, Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, look, there's 20,000. It was just kept climbing and climbing yes. during. Yes. So she still never lets me forget that. It's like our first day. All we did was talk about your video, but she's got to see my dance moves, mm-hmm. which that's probably the reason she got it. Cause it wasn't my looks or my legs <laughs> or the Buffalo wild wings, you know, the, oh, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We went on like a, like a Tuesday, like it was like a happy hour. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't splurging. <laughs> not on a first date. No. <laughs> Why would you do that? It could be a last date. No, I, I remember that same feeling. I was actually teaching dance class at UT the night that we launched the video from the night before. And it was walked in with like 8 million and left that one hour later with like 12 million and said, and I was like, something's happening. I don't know what's happened. And then ESPN dropped it same night and I'm screaming at, <laughs> weird That's things are happening. Yeah. I wasn't on a date. I was with college kids. <laughs> I was teaching the art of dance, but Hey, no, that that's awesome though. I wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been at that game if you didn't say yes to one. Yeah. It's weird. These paths yep. that we can possibly miss out on. And three years ago, I would have said no to dancing on at the game. Cause I would have been at work and career was everything. And I don't want to mm-hmm. take risks and, Oh God, I don't think I could do it. No. I'm like, yes. What do you want? I'll do anything. Yeah. I'm in this world of yes. Now yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And it, it goes back to, you know, there's always a positive and every negative. I mean, we can look at so many scenarios that where at the moment, you're like, crap, I can't believe this happened. This, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a year later, like, Oh my gosh, I'm, yeah living my best life like this. And it would never happen if that wouldn't have happened to you first. Uh, great. So, yeah. I always try to keep that mind. That it can always be worse. Number one. And everything does happen for a reason. Right. Yeah. I've, I've definitely taught myself to do that too, where I would dwell on everything and, you know, losing my retail career after 23 years, 12 hours later, I was like, let's go. I'm great. You know, I had the, the mild meltdown screaming in the floor. What do I do? How am I? And two weeks later I was on HGTV. I was like, Oh, this is where I like this life. Where have I been? So it's like, have your moment and then let's find the good, you know? So uh, it's like, I'm talking to myself. (laughs) I like it. Well, Vincent Chapman, you're a damn delight. I want to thank you for coming on this program that I have here chatting with us about your past, present and future. Any final words? What is your uh, one word? What is your one saying that you want to give out to the world right now? It's a little speech that I have to give. Okay. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Life will be a better place. Positive energy in and positive energy out. No negativity. You can control your circle, but you can't control the world. Just work on one step at a time. And you only live once. So live where your feet are 
and don't let dirty minds walk in your head. That is gorgeous. That is great. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they just posted the tour for next year. So definitely check it out on Instagram. Uh, they've got a third team coming. So hopefully some more chances for us to all get tickets. Cause I know we all want to go to a game. They're coming to Nashville. I think it's in yes, July, can't wait. I believe. I, I don't remember. Don't give me the line. I just know where we're yeah. going. I, I know we're going three dates. I think, I think we're playing okay. three games there. So. Oh yeah. Um, we have to link up when I'm there. If, if you're close. Yeah. There. We're about two hours away. I would drive for that. Listen, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, but I also never been to Savannah. So that's a little bit more on the bucket list. I'll, I'll head down there. one day. You'll have a great time. Oh, I've heard nothing but great things. So I will check that out. But yes, thank you so much for joining me and talking about your shoulda, woulda, couldas. Um, you all check out the dancing ump, correct? On Instagram. Yep. Uh, the dancing underscore. Okay. Ump. Yep. Is that the same on? And TikTok is. TikTok is dancing on par. There you have it, folks. Go follow him. Follow me too, because I need more followers. Because he has a lot more than I do. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. You're amazing. I love your message. Hey, thank you so and much. And I will talk to you soon, my friend. A big thanks to our sponsors, Alchemy Cigar Lounge and Pride Socks. And let's be honest, I'm just the talent. They pay the bills. Be sure to check out our show notes for more information on these amazing brands. You can also head to my website, dancingblueshirtguy.com, to connect with our sponsors, become a sponsor, or to find me on any of my social channels. Please feed my ego. Thanks for listening to Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda. I'm Michael Gallion, and it's an honor to share these stories with you. Shoulda, Woulda, Coulda is a Palm Tree Pod Coke production. The executive producer is Anthony Palmer. Our associate producer is Garrett Wright. Thanks to our digital team, Emily Miles and Caitlin Krings. Content for this episode is created by the one and only Michael Gallion. You're welcome.